Welcome to the Worship Leader Essentials podcast, brought to you by Worship Catalyst. Worship Catalyst is a nonprofit ministry built to help people find and worship Jesus by mentoring and training worship leaders and their teams. This podcast is part of that mission. In the next few minutes, it is our goal to help you do more with less. For more information and resources or to connect with us, please visit worshipcatalyst.com. We're so glad you're here today. Let's learn together. Welcome back to the Worship Leader Essentials Podcast. If you missed last week, we had a big announcement at the end of the show. You guys want to give me a drum roll, maybe? All right. Thank you, Nicole, producer, and Garrett, the producer. We will be renaming the podcast to the Worship Catalyst Podcast. And with that, we're going to be changing the format. The Worship Catalyst Podcast will be both video and audio. Now, if you Currently, you're a subscriber and you download the audio podcast. There's nothing's going to change. It's still going to come to you. But if you want to go to YouTube, you get to see us in person. So it's going to be great. And we're also going to be doing entire seasons on one topic moving forward. And so we're excited to go deeper into the topics that we do discuss. We're going to launch all of that on March 12th. So uh, we've got uh, a little bit more for you until then. So we're going to dive into tonight's topic. You guys ready? Dream team ready to go? We're ready. Okay. We're going to be talking. We've got Tono, Stephen, and uh, John. We want to talk about the differences between worship leaders and worship pastors. Okay. So I feel like I've got to frame this conversation because I want to say a couple of things. First of all, we're going to try to not be like one of them is better than the other. We're just going to talk about some characteristics in the way that you approach what you do with the church. Because I just want to be clear that very few people have full-time jobs of worship leading. If you're listening to this podcast and you're full-time at your job of being a worship leader, worship pastor, whatever they call you, minister of music, you're rare air. I mean, you're probably one of 10 people that listen to this podcast who actually do that for a full-time job. And you may have two or three other jobs, and you may be raising five kids, and you may get no pay for what you do at the church. And so, we're not trying to say that there's like some sort of hierarchy here. All we're saying is there are some characteristics of people who approach the role of being the director of worship ministry from a pastoral perspective, and there are people who approach it from a leadership perspective, okay? And probably something in between. But we're just going to dive into this and see where it goes. Uh, the other thing I want to say is this. We're not really talking about title either, because depending on your faith background and the denomination or the church that you're a part of or whatever it might be, there are men sometimes who can be called pastor and there are women who can't be called pastor. So we're not talking title at all in this. We're just talking about the way that we approach it. Okay. That's a lot. That's probably the most uh, explanation we've ever given to a podcast before, before we <laughs> dove into it. So I just want to make sure that we're all on the same page as we get started. So my dream team, we got like eight, 10, 12, I don't know, differences in the way that we approach being a worship leader versus being a worship pastor. Who wants to start? I'll go ahead. I, one thing that just kind of, as you were sharing that, that I, I think about, uh, and then I'll give kind of my, my first thought would be that that passage in Ephesians four about like he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, yeah. um, the teachers, and I I think it's important that we realize that your gifts, whatever God has given you, whatever role you're serving in the church, is meant to build up the church, and that's kind of what that verse is talking about. So yeah. whether we're talking about you're more of a worship leader, or a worship pastor, or a whatever, your role in the church is to serve the church for the the building up of the body and for mission. And so I think whatever you do, you're, it's not a platform to you, for you to, to say, look at me or to, Hey, to show your gift. 
your gift and whatever that is, wherever aspect of the church you're serving, it's to build the church for the the betterment of the body and mission. And so with that said, in my mind, one of the things that came, came to my attention was a worship pastor, I think, is more concerned about the long term than the short term. Yeah, I think a worship leader in a lot of cases, you know, we're we're thinking, okay, this Sunday, all right, Sunday's over, Monday's here, Sunday's always coming. What's next Sunday? Where a pastoral heart in that, and I think many worship pastors are gifted in this. Where hey, we're thinking about our long term planning and how that's looking to disciple, how that's looking to push the vision of the church, how all these things are coming together for what I said a second ago for the building of the body and for mission, and so more concerned about the long term than the short term. Hmm. I love it. What else? Well, the con- uh, the context where I am from, and Austin, you know, because you have been visiting Guatemala, uh, there is our churches. Uh, it's rare when you have a worship pastor. Uh, is is more is more the worship leader. So, um, so I, I I think for for me to see the difference that that there is there. I mean. Uh, it's probably a worship pastor is is more seeing it the one that is uh as you as you said Stephen like the, the one that is for long term that also seeing the the nutrition of the church and uh and the leader is, is seeing like the one that is leading the worship and the services so but but for me as I said like it's interesting because in my context is more the worship leader that become to be with the pastoral heart right so yeah this is this is this is a new con it's a new concept not living living here right one thing i was thinking about is it seems like one of the differences in the way that a worship that someone's approaching this as a worship leader uh versus a worship pastor is in the way that they feel when somebody encourages them or applauds the service or something like that. Because, I mean, we've all, well, you all have had a lot of people come up to you after the service and really applauded you, right? I've had limited exposure to that encouragement, but you guys, I'm sure, <laughs> have been applauded like crazy. Where they come up to you and they're like, oh, the music was great, or your worship was great, or the sing, I just love the way you, I love the way you sing, I love the way you lead, all that kind of stuff. I think someone who approaches this from a worship leader perspective goes, yeah, woo, that, that's awesome. Man, we're getting somewhere. Where I think someone that approaches it from a worship pastor perspective kind of goes, okay, cool. But how's that changing your life? You know, how is the way that we play and sing and lead changing your life and to become more like Christ and who Christ wants you to be? I think for a, a worship leader, the main objective, Stephen hit at this a lot. For me, it's your main objective is what's happening on the stage. Mm-hmm. You may not even be interested in the rehearsal aspect of it, but you like the goal, the short-term goal of watching people sing a song that you are leading and singing. And then a worship pastor is concerned about everything off the stage too. It's almost like that's it's more than the song. It's what, it's what's happening off the stage. Yeah. And, you know, and to your point for me, uh, it's, um, worship is a lifestyle. And so me as a, as I would call myself a worship pastor, I'm more concerned of the person coming in on Sunday that will be leading people in worship, that it's an overflow of what they've already been doing. 
That's right. It's it's almost like you care about their spiritual formation and you're okay with them standing on a stage, not because they have this incredible gift and can sing like Mariah Carey or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be, but that you genuinely know it's an overflow of who they are, not what they do, but it's a worship pastor. It's just, it's like who they are. It's not mm-hmm. because someone calls them that it's, it's yeah. who they are. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and with the titles, right. That, that was what I was trying to say at the beginning. The titles are different things, but yeah, with the actions of the leader, sometimes the leader uh, is just the one that is focused to lead the service. Right. And, and as you're saying, like the pastor is more the one that is uh, guiding the church and the worship is, is more with the, with that pers- the perspective of guiding the church to, to, to do this moment of worship of God. And, 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 and also like seeing the lyrics, you seeing the, the, the things that the songs are doing to the church. I mean, that, that, that's one more with the pastoral heart, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And, and, and I think that one of the ways of approaching this as a worship leader perspective versus a worship pastor perspective, and this might be like a, a, a diagnostic tool for us, because honestly, like I've had the title Oof. worship pastor for a long, long time, but honestly, even in that, I'm sometimes really functioning as a worship leader and, and not a worship pastor. And this is the, and this is the, one of the diagnostic tools for me is when the service is over, how am I analyzing our success? Okay. So when I step off the platform and all has been said and done, do I go, man, that sounded really good, man. We nailed that bridge. Oh my gosh. The build was amazing. Wow. The harmonies were tight, all that kind of stuff. That's like almost a music director, even role in my head. Right. Mm. But, but if I'm coming off the platform and I'm going, i I sense the spirit of God today. You know, yeah, we the bass player messed up, and we I was in the wrong key half the time or whatever. But what I'm but what I'm really concerned about is did we sense the spirit of God, and did it seem like did it did it feel like did it did it appear that people were connecting deeply to the spirit and what he was saying and doing in the room? Like that is more of the of the mindset of someone who's acting spiritual. So I'm saying, like for me as a diagnostic tool. Like I've been a worship leader so many times, even with the title of worship pastor. Mm. Yeah, and I, I think this goes all along what you were saying a second ago, John, and even in what you just said, Austin. Is I think the from the from the place of worship pastor, there's more concerned about transformation and discipleship mm-hmm. than just about making an impression. And it's really easy, I think. Even even if you do have the title of worship pastor to get on stage and be like, "Hey, do they like me? Do they like the songs? Yeah. Are they are they impressed by this band?" Mm-hmm. Those are those are just like easy questions to ask and find yourself um, doing it this coming Sunday to a church near you. <laughs> I think um, I think, but called Ref- Refuge Church. Refuge Church, yeah, yeah Jacksonville. Come, Sun- Sundays at ten a.m. Come on, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I think from the from the pastoral perspective, we have to think, okay, how, how are these songs discipling our church, teaching them about who God is, teaching them how to follow God? And yeah. then are we, are we seeing genuine, as we sing week in and week out for months, years and years and years of the songs we're singing, do, are we seeing spiritual transformation? Are we mm-hmm. seeing as people That's worship it. the Lord? They, I mean, think about Moses. He goes and meets with God on 
on the mountain. He comes back and he has to cover himself up because the, he was reflecting this holiness of God, this glory yeah. of God, excuse me. And I think that's kind of how we have to think about it long-term in our churches, man. The more we're putting Jesus in front of our people and we're singing to him, is that reflective in the lives of the people in our church? Um, and I think that's the perspective that we don't often think about because we're just, we're worried a lot about the coming Sundays and the, and the making sure the music's tight, which are all good vessels for that purpose that I'm saying, but it's gotta be bigger than that. I think from a pastoral perspective is we're thinking, all right, are we discipling our people well to lead to transformation? A lot of that, what you guys are saying, like I'm seeing fit into this category of time where it takes time to develop a lot of that, right? Because totally, you know, Steve, (laughs) Steven, you're saying like, you know, I just want to be liked, you know, I just don't want to stink. You know, I just want to like not look. St- I I I remember early on worship leaders like I just don't want to look stupid. You know, That's what right. I, mean? <laughs> I still kind of think that, but that comes from such a place of insecurity, right? It's like, right. oh my gosh, I don't. I just don't want to. I want to hide under the bed if I make a mistake to the point where it's like, hey guys, I just started song in the wrong key. You know, you know. There's just like a sense of security that comes over time, and when we can get our eyes off of ourselves and how we look and how we sound and how we play then we can actually start to pay attention to what God's doing and the Spirit's doing in the lives of people. So like like becoming a worship pastor isn't like, hey, I'm 18, I've never led worship before, I'm going to just become a worship pastor. No, it's like there's a growth process that goes from, hey, let's just, let's get comfortable and confident in who we are until right. the point where we can get our eyes off ourselves and on other other people. I, I, I'm, I'm with you, Austin. I, I think the term pastor in America and I could be completely wrong when I say this. I think we see it as a title. I don't think we see it as an active identity. Like a a shepherd is not a shepherd by title, a shepherd, shepherd sheep. You know, it's, you don't look in a field and see a guy with no sheep around him and say, oh, that's a shepherd. (laughs) Well, why is he a shepherd? Right? Like you don't just point at someone in your church and say, that's, that's my pastor. There's like this personal, uh, a, a respectful intimacy involved. It's relational. It's ongoing. It's in the trenches. It's yeah. And it's a verb. When you, yeah, like when I go to a passion conference, I don't say, "Man, Christian Stanfield's my worship pastor." Yeah, you know, he's my worship leader. There's no personal connection with Christian Stanfield. Mm. Um. I think there's a personal element to it. Oh, man. I love that. That is so good, man. I think that frames our conversation even really well, because it's like it's the verb of pastor, not the noun of pastor or the the proper noun of pastor. You know, mm. I don't know if title is a proper noun or not. Probably not. Whatever it is. Yeah, it's, it's, it's how, how you see that also the privilege that you have, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because when you see it in the pastoral, not with the title, but with the heart, you're going to be also seeing what you are bringing to the church to sing, right? You're going to bring like, uh, and all of that, I mean, seeing like what the church is doing. So you're, you're going to be caring for the, the congregation, not just to do the service, not just to do the checklist on Sunday, right? And not just that, but also you're going to be caring for the people in your team, because that is important to you with that with that pastoral heart. It's just not just the congregation that God is giving you the privilege to 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 live and worship, but also the people that God is putting around you. Like you're gonna have that too to to pastoring them. All right, guys. What else? 
What are some other things on your mind about this S- difference between worship leader and worship pastor as a verb? I think um, worship pastor is more concerned with mission um, mm. than than filling a room. Mm. So what I mean by that is there's a lot of different layers to that. I think just thinking about your team for a second, a worship pastor is concerned about the the mission of his team in their lives, in their development, their discipleship. Um, they're not just a musician or a hired hand, but they are people that, again, to use that term shepherd, they're, they're, they are what I would even say, they're, they're almost like little shepherds under you to, to pour into, to encourage, say, like a lot of those are your volunteers that are teachers, uh, that are working their jobs that you get the opportunity to say, hey, who, who are you praying for this week that's lost? I think having those conversations and then beyond that to your congregation, how is the way that you speak and lead? I mean, putting people's mind and attention on the the mission that we have as believers the going aspect of uh what Jesus calls to uh, calls us to in in the New Testament right so i think we're we're more concerned about the the going missional aspect of our church versus the hey let's just build this thing really big All right. let's get let's get more people in the door so worship leaders are more focused on come here and and come here and gather and worship Pastors are more focused on go out there and scatter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think, and I, I, I think the the songs that you sing, the way that you talk to people, yeah. the things that matter to you as a pastor, that bleeds right. over into your congregation to do that. You know, all these things we're talking about, just kind of like reiterate what I was thinking about a minute ago. With it takes time, and you know, I, I know that in you know First Timothy three, it kind of gives some qualifications of the of the office of elder. We're not going to get into that elder, pastor, all that, but that's something that the church has to kind of put on you. You know what I mean? And, and whether it's a title or not, that's not really the point of our conversation here. But I think, you know, when John earlier highlighted that it's a way of living, okay, we are shepherding, we are pastoring, people will start to notice that, you know? And, and I think one of, the, one of the ways that you might start to see the impact of your shift in mind from leading to pastoring is that uh, people will probably start to refer to you as pastor. You know, they may just start putting that title on you, even if it's not you, uh, because they see that coming out of you, or they may start calling you something else. Uh, That's good. They may start calling you bad stuff too. You know, I mean, there's a lot of names, a lot of names. (laughs) There is a lot of names. I've had a bunch of names, but... (laughs) But that's another thing that came to my mind is just that the the church or the people of the church kind of, I think they kind of elevate you to that based on what you're already doing, not on what you're necessarily trying to be called. All right, Dream Team. Thanks, man. You guys are the best. Thanks for helping us understand this today. Tono, Stephen, and John. Uh, thanks for inviting again. It's an honor to be here always. Oh, man. Thank you, brother. Yes, always. Thank you so much, Austin, for uh, having the heart to put this on 
we all need to to continue to learn. So this is a great podcast to learn from. Well, you will continue to learn because uh, we are, as I mentioned earlier, changing the format. Starting on March 12th, we'll have a brand new format and a brand new name, the Worship Catalyst Podcast. And uh, we're going to be digging deeper into some stuff. And uh, actually, my first series guest is Stephen Hanley. Stephen right here. That's what oh, snap. Snap. And uh, we're going to be we're going to be talking about uh, Kali. I want to kind of like preview this, but I'm just going to say this: if you like Jesus and you like leading worship and you like sports, you're going to love the next set of episodes. All right, and you're going to want to watch it on YouTube as well as listen to it on Spotify or uh, iTunes. All right. Well, God bless you guys, and God bless you for listening. Thank you. Subscribe if you haven't done that yet, and we'll be back with you uh, very soon. God bless. Thank you for listening to the Worship Leader Essentials podcast. We'll be back soon with another helpful episode. For more information and resources, or to connect with us, please visit worshipcatalyst.com.